In this tutorial, we're going to take a look at some of the transition logic features in expression and how we can use them to go back to back between scenes with only updating the data and not playing the in and out animations again, or use them to go between scenes and have one scene affect another scene. The first thing let's look at is a full page graphic here. I want this full page graphic to animate in the very first time I bring it uh, and animate out when I'm done with it, but I want to be able to go back to back between different pages and not play the in animation again. I just want to use a standard dissolve to go between the pages. So let's take a look at how we would do this. This scene is built with nothing on the main scene director, so there's no in or out animation on the main scene director. Instead, we're going to build scene directors separately that do the in and the out animation. So I have a scene director here called in, which does the in animation, and a scene director called out, which is actually just the same animation controller but set up to play it in reverse. So those are my in and out scene directors. What we're going to do is go to the transition logic tab here and you'll get this tab when you have the main scene selected in the object manager. So if we select our scene here and choose transition logic. And the way the transition logic tab works is you have to set up rules or conditions. Uh, and tell it what you want to happen on each condition. So let's click the add a new rule button here and I'm going to rename it and we'll just call this effect in slash out. And the name isn't important so you can give it whatever name you want. And on the right hand side we're going to choose scene directors that are going to get run depending on if this rule is true or false. In this case we're not going to even have any conditions on the rule. Let's just say if the rule is true, for our in effect we want to play in, and for our out effect we want to play the out scene director. Okay, let's go back to the sequencer, and now when I take the item, you see it plays in, and when I take it offline, it plays out. So that's step one. Now if I go to another scene with the same, sorry, another take item using the same scene, you'll notice one plays in and one plays out which isn't quite what we want. Instead, we just want it to dissolve. So we're going to have to set up that rule or condition so that it only gets run when we're not going back to back between the items here. So let's go back to our transition logic tab. And I'm going to right click on the rule and say add condition. And I'm going to go to back to back conditions and say compare scene or name ID. So this is a condition which is going to get run before the rule is decided if it should be executed or not. And I'll just name this check other scene. So basically what we want this condition to do is only play the in and the out transition when the other scene, which is already on the layer, is not the same as this scene. So on the conditions, I'm going to choose this scene and you'll see the summary here updates to say what this condition is really checking. And right now it's saying the other scene is the same as this scene. But we want to invert this condition. So this rule will only get run when the other scene that's already on the layer is not this scene. Which basically means that when I take it the first time, there is no other scene already on the layer, so that condition is going to be true and it's going to play the in effect. And when I take it offline, again, there's no other scene involved in that transition, so it's going to play the out. 
But if I go back to back between two, when I take the second one, there is already another scene on the layer, and it happens to be the exact same scene. So it's not going to play that uh, condition or that rule. And what's going to happen is it's just going to use the default transition that you've set up in the sequencer, which in this case is a 10 frame dissolve. So I can use that to go back to back between multiple pages here. And when I'm done and I take it offline, it's going to play the out animation. Now let's set up the same thing for a lower third. So I have this two-line lower th uh, third CG template here. And I'm going to go to the transition logic tab here and add a new rule. And again, I'll just call it effect in slash out. And I'll choose some scene directors here called in and out. So now I can play the lower third in, and when I take it out, it plays out. Now let's see what happens if I go from this full page graphic to the lower third. And notice they're both on the same layer. When I take the lower third, you'll see that the lower third immediately started to play in, and the full page started to play out. And the same thing happens if I go the other direction. And while it's transitioning, you'll notice that the lower third and the full page are kind of interfering with one another. You see parts of the lower third masked out through the full page. Now that's not exactly what we want. So let's say we wanted the lower third to wait until the full page was completely out before it came in, or vice versa. Let's go back to that transition logic tab, and on the end there's a checkbox here that says wait for out effect. So I'm going to turn that on and I'll also turn it on for the lower third. So now when I take them, if I start with the full page and then I choose the lower third, it's going to wait for the full page to play out completely before the lower third comes in and vice versa. The lower third will go out completely before the full page comes in. Now let's set up the lower third so that we can take it back to back and have a different animation uh, for the text to change rather than what we did in the full page which was just to use the default dissolve in the sequencer. We're going to build a custom update uh, scene directors that can get run. So let's go back to our lower third. So I already had the in uh, scene director and I've also built ones called update in and update out. The update in just dissolves in the new text and nothing else is animated with the background and the update out scene director the first thing it does is cut off the background and then it dissolves, or sorry, slides the text down and dissolves it out at the same time. So what's going to happen is both scenes are going to be on air at the same time. So that's why we've cut out the background from the update out so that you don't get two backgrounds on at the same time. Okay, so let's just put our scene back on here. And we're going to go to our transition logic tab again. So we'll select 
the main scene object and choose transition logic. So I'm going to add another rule and this rule, let's call it back-to-back. -back. Now what this rule is going to do is going to play those update in and update out scene directors. So over on the right hand side here I want to choose back-to-back -back because these aren't going to be overall in and out animations. These are just going to be updating the text. So on back-to-back -back in I'm going to choose update in and on back-to-back -back out I'm going to choose update out. Okay, now we need to make a couple conditions. So the first thing we're going to want to check is that the scene that we're going back to back with is the same scene. We don't want these update in and out to play if we're going to a completely different template. Okay, and that's really the only thing we need to check in this simple case. So let's take a look at it from the sequencer. So the first time we play it in, it did a full animate in, and if I flip to another template, you'll see that the text just kind of falls down and fades out, and the new text fades in above it. And when we right-click and say take offline, it's going to play the full effect out. Okay, let's add a little bit more smarts to it. In this case, I want to go between different text, but the top line is staying the same it's only the bottom line that's changing. So we want to make a special transition for that where only the bottom line changes and not the top line. So again let's go back to our transition logic tab here. Select the overall scene, choose transition logic and I'm going to add a new rule and I want this to be above the back-to-back -back rule that we already had because I want this one to be checked first. And I'm going to rename this one, call it bottom line update. Okay, I'm going to add the same condition again first. That the first thing I want it to check is that we're going back to back with the same scene. And now I want to check and compare the text between the current scene that's on air and the one that's coming in. So I'm going to choose this compare text object condition. And let's just rename this other condition. Check same scene and this one basically we want to check that the the top line or line one is the same text so let's call this top line same and we'll add another condition that again compares text objects and I'll call this bottom line different and this is going to check line two and I want to check that the text is different so what's going to happen when we take a scene online, it's first going to start looking through all these all these rules and it's going to try to find a rule with a back-to-back -back, uh, effect setup and this one's going to be bottom line update in and bottom line update out. So it's going to look for one with these transitions set and then it's going to start checking all of the conditions to see if they're true. Uh, so if it finds one where the top line is the same and the second line is different, this rule is going to get executed and it's going to stop stop looking uh, at the other rules. If the top line is different then this bottom line update rule is not going to be true and it's going to move on and start checking the back-to-back -back rule and all that did is check that it's the same scene so in that case it would play the full update in and update out effect. So let's take a look and see if this works. Okay so if I go between two where the top line is different 
you'll see that it plays the full effect. And if I go between two where the top line is the same, like this one, only the bottom line is changing. And when I take it out, again, the full effect out plays. So that used different scene directors. I built one called bottom line update in and bottom line update out, and they followed the same same pattern as update in and out. The only difference being that it only animated out the bottom line of text rather than the top. Okay, let's take a look at one more thing, and that's how we can have one scene affect another scene. So we have our lower third here, and let's say we want a breaking news template. And it's just going to be a line of text that says breaking news and it comes in from the bottom. And we want that to be affected by the lower third template. So the first thing let's do is take a look at this breaking news template. So basically the breaking news template has two states. It can either come in large from the bottom and we're going to do that if the lower third is not on air or we can have it come in very small from the right side and we'll have it run that if the lower third is already in. So let's use our transition logic tab again to set this up. So again we'll create a rule and like before I'll just call it effect in slash out. Now in this case we want the rule to do two different things depending on whether there or not there is another scene online. So let's add a condition and choose this check scene slash layer condition. Now this can check to see if another scene is online on any different frame buffer or layer depending what you set up. So we're going to check to see if this two line CG template is already online. So under scene name here we could put two line CG um, or you can also use wildcards in this search. So just like searching for file names and such the the star or the asterisk means search for anything. So let's search for anything with CG in it. So star CG should match this template called two line CG. Okay, so we're going to look for anything called star CG on the current frame buffer on any layer. So it doesn't matter where it is. And let's rename this condition. Look for two line CG template. So that's going to be our condition for the effect in and out rule. And if we do see the two-line CG template somewhere, then the rule is going to be true. So we want to play this, this smaller breaking news in. And that scene director is called in up, because it's in the up position. And for the out, if there is a two-line CG on air, we're going to want to play out up. Now, if the rule is false, meaning the two-line CG template is not on air, then we want to play in down, and on the out, we want to play out down. Okay, so let's see if this works how we want. Let's go back to sequencer mode, and I'll bring in a CG template, and now I'll take this breaking news template. So you see it just brought in the words breaking news, and that's in the up position because the two-line CG is on, and if I take it off, it plays the out-up animation. And if we take the two-line CG off, now when I play breaking news, 
you see it comes in very big from the bottom and it goes out from the bottom as well. Now what if it's already in and we take the two-line CG template? We want that to push that breaking news up into its smaller spot and when we take it off we want it to make it bigger. So there's a couple ways you could do this. You could use the the scene triggers tab here. Um, basically this will check when any scene goes online uh, you can have it play a, a scene director in the current scene. Or you could set up triggers in the two-line CG scene that notifies the breaking news template what to do. So I'm going to do it that way because it's a little bit more flexible and you can control the timing a bit better. So I'm going to go to the two-line CG template and I'm going to open up the in scene director. So this is the one that brings in the two-line lower third. And I'm going to right-click on the timeline here, and I'm going to say Add Scene Director Trigger. And I can position this anywhere in time I want. It's not too important right now. Let's just put it here on frame 2. And if I double-click it, I can set up the properties. So this is going to send a trigger from this two-line CG template to any other template that's currently on air. And I want to restrict it to only do something for the breaking news template. And then I have to tell it which scene director on the breaking news template I want it to play when this trigger gets executed. So in this case, it's the two-line lower third coming in. So the scene director I want to play is down to up. And that's going to play the down to up scene director on the breaking news template. And you can choose if you want this to only execute affect templates on the current frame buffer, any frame buffer, or a specific one. So we'll just leave it at default current. Okay, so that should push the breaking news template up, and we'll want to do the opposite on the down, or sorry, on the out scene director. And let's let's do it when the two-line lower third is almost offline. So we'll add a scene director trigger here. Again, I want to send it to the breaking news template, and I want to play up to down. Okay. So let's try this out. So when I bring in the breaking news the first time, since nothing is on air, it comes in large from the bottom. Now when I play a lower third, you saw the breaking news went small and up. And if I take the lower third out, the breaking news comes back to big and I can take it out. And just to show one more thing, if I bring it in big, bring in the lower third. Now if I take the breaking news out, that transition logic condition on the breaking news template should realize that the lower third is in and it should play the small out animation. And it does. So that's just a look at some of the very basics of the transition logic tab. Um, there's more to come.